It's Friday, December 15th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. Partner profitability in the cloud era, VARs and MSPs versus system integrators. How new FCC and SEC cybersecurity rules affect businesses, including the 2024 National Defense Authorization Act and implementing AI responsibly, key strategies for business. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm clearing the decks of stories I'm tracking as we go to the holidays. Some last market condition reviews for you to consider. Jay McBain posted some data about partner profitability. In the cloud era, traditional channel VARs and MSPs are examining the business models of system integrators. Surprisingly, despite revenue and employee growth, the massive cloud opportunity has not resulted in higher profits for system integrators. On the other hand, major resellers of hardware and software have seen increased margins. I've included a link to the Calis data. Most cloud customers prioritize security, compliance, and reliability, and technical capabilities over lower costs and purchasing convenience. That's from Forrester's research showing that organizations value the operational expenditure model of the cloud and are reluctant to switch providers due to egress fees and other challenges. While satisfied with their current cloud provider, many companies plan to adopt multi-cloud strategies at cloud spending increases. Large companies are now shopping for specific features and capabilities, considering options for their future migrations. The focus on the cloud is driven by speed, scale, and agility rather than cost savings. Axios posted some analysis on the job market I wanted to highlight. The labor market in the U.S. is showing signs of a slowdown, particularly for white-collar workers, despite the overall low unemployment rate. Job openings and hiring rates have decreased, and specific professional sectors have experienced job losses. These cracks in the labor market could indicate a weakening job market and potentially lead to a recession in the near future. Additionally, employers are resorting to quiet layoffs and providing advance notice to affected employees. Inflation and shelter costs, a significant component of the consumer price index, is slowing down. These subtle signs suggest a cooling off in the job market and potential economic implications. A recent study shows that businesses need help finding qualified AI and ML talent, with 43% rating their team's skill sets as low. However, only 37% of IT professionals report receiving training when their employers invest in new technology. The study highlights the need for organizations to prioritize skill development, especially in AI, to stay competitive. Soft skills such as team communication and interpersonal communication are also seen as important, but are often overlooked. Quality content, hands-on practice, and multiple learning methods are key features desired in training programs. Why do we care? McBain is highlighting a shift in profitability from traditional channel VARs and MSPs to system integrators and major resellers in the cloud era. This indicates a pivotal change in the IT service industry's landscape, where cloud opportunities, while driving revenue and employee growth, 
are not necessarily translating to higher profits for all players. This could suggest that while cloud adoption is increasing, its costs and complexities may be impacting profitability margins. Now, layer Forrester on that. Security, compliance, reliability, and technical capabilities are taking precedent over cost and convenience. This reflects a maturation in the cloud market where operational efficiency and strategic flexibility are valued over mere cost savings. And finally, talent is going to be tight. So companies should reassess their business models. This might involve exploring more efficient operational methods, diversifying their service offerings, or investing in partnerships to enhance cloud service delivery and profitability. IT companies should prepare for potential economic challenges. It might involve strategic budgeting, cautious hiring processes, and developing contingency plans for a possible recession. And let's get you caught up on legislation moves. Lawmakers have finalized the 2024 National Defense Authorization Act, a must-pass annual defense policy bill authorizing $874.2 billion for the Pentagon and national security programs. The bill covers a wide range of issues, including cyber-related provisions such as establishing the Office of Strategic Capital, boosting cyber capabilities, and creating a cross-functional team for cyber defense in nuclear command systems. The Federal Communications Commission has updated its data breach rules for the first time in 16 years. The new rules expand the definition of a breach and require telecommunications carriers and providers to notify customers of breaches involving personally identifiable information. The FCC will also be alerted of breaches, and customers must be notified within 30 days unless law enforcement requests a delay. And don't forget that the new SEC cybersecurity rules have gone into effect, and experts anticipate challenges for organizations that must comply. The regulations require public companies to describe their processes for evaluating and managing cyber threats in their annual reports to the SEC. Additionally, larger public companies must disclose cybersecurity incidents to the SEC within four days. Determining the materiality of incidents and assembling a committee to make decisions are key challenges for companies. The Department of Justice has also released guidelines on temporary exemptions for disclosing major cyber incidents that could harm national security. And Apple has announced it will no longer provide law enforcement with users' push notification data without a valid judge's order. Previously, this information could be obtained with a subpoena, but now a court order or search warrant approved by a judge is required. This is an update to a story I previously covered. Why do we care? You've got some homework here. If relevant, review and update your data breach policies, ensuring compliance with the new FCC rules. This includes implementing systems for rapid breach detection, customer notification, and timely reporting to the FCC or the SEC. Apple's decision also reminds us that companies should review their policies on law enforcement data requests to ensure they balance legal compliance with user privacy. This may involve revising legal request protocols and enhancing data protection measures, which are all actionable services for customers. And it's time for our last Friday Big Ideas of the Year. Starting with Shriner on security in an article called AI and Trust. Trust is essential to society and there are two kinds of trusts, interpersonal and social. 
The confusion between the two will increase with artificial intelligence, as we will think of AI as friends when they are actually just services. The corporations controlling AI systems will take advantage of this confusion, making it important for the government to create an environment for trustworthy AI through regulation. The market alone cannot provide trustworthy AI as corporations prioritize profit. AI transparency laws, regulations on AI safety and security, and the concept of data fiduciaries are necessary. Additionally, public AI models built by the public for the public can serve as a counterbalance to corporate-owned AI. Government plays a critical role in creating social trust and enforcing predictability and reliability. I also wanted to point you to an article in Ars Technica that discusses the research behind OpenAI's QSTAR project, which aims to improve the reasoning capabilities of large language models. It explores techniques such as chain-of-thought prompting, step-by-step -step verification, and tree search. The article also speculates on the future direction of the research and the challenges that need to be overcome. It's a guided tour of the research. Finally, from dark reading, Sanjay Berry offers commentary on implementing AI. Let me first quote, quote, One leader at a large financial firm recently told me the board is very eager to leverage generative AI. It's a competitive advantage. It's the key to automation. We have to start using it. But when I asked what they're doing with AI, they replied, oh, we're blocking it, end quote. If this sounds like you, Barry discusses the responsible implementation of AI, highlighting the positive and negative aspects. The article emphasizes the importance of securely enabling AI and controlling sensitive data. It suggests four key points for moving forward, including accepting the inevitability of AI, focusing on responsible usage, ensuring efficacy and accuracy, and classifying the sensitivity of AI applications. Why do we care? This should be excellent reading to get you thinking over this holiday. Thanks for listening. Today, National Cupcake Day, with a whole specific National Lemon Cupcake Day, as that one apparently needs extra love. This is my last news show of 2023, and it's been a pleasure having you as my listener. I'm grateful you choose to give me a few minutes every day. Don't worry, there's lots of content for the holiday. Interviews with Amazon Web Services, ConnectWise CISO, an expert in recruiting, a new AI operating system developer, two NYU Stern professors, a longtime channel vet, and insights into AI project management. Plus, my 2024 predictions and the future of distribution. I'm really excited for you to hear these episodes. A reminder, I'm doing a class in January, Navigating Emerging Technologies for MSPs, and the link is in the show notes. And if you've got a comment, a question, or a thought on a story, put it in the comments if you're on YouTube, or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I will talk to you again in 2024. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash MSP radio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me. I will talk to you again on our next episode 
of the Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.